Broadcasting from Hollywood, it's the official On Air with Brandon J podcast. Hi guys, what's up? I'm Brandon. Welcome to On Air with Brandon J. I'm joined by a special guest today. That's right. You may have seen him on ABC's Claim to Fame. He just won, beat all the other contestants out. A personal friend of mine. He's a public speaker, recording artist, Gabriel Cannon. Gabriel, how are you, man? Man, what's up, Brandon? Man, it's been a while, man. We go so far back, man. It's crazy. It's just a pleasure to be here, man. God is good, man. It's good to see you. You know what I was just thinking? I was like, I've known Gabriel and the Cannons literally since 2009. Like, it, so much has happened since 2009. And when I met you, you know, you were doing music and 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 we were doing all these nonprofit events and like, you know, right. feeding the homeless with, with the L.A. A food bank and all of this stuff. And it's just amazing to see all these years later, you did it, man. I mean, you're, you, you've, you've built a name for yourself. Like, what was it like when you found out like, Hey, I actually beat all these other contestants on claim to fame. Man, it was crazy, but to get into kind of a lot of what you just said, man, I think it's very important because even with Winning claim to fame, a lot of people ask me, like, what are you going to do with the money? What are you, you going to do with the money? And to, you know, have somebody who's, like you said, known the family since 2009 and everything that you just said, man, we was on the front line giving away food to the homeless. And, you know, that was really my position. You know, I know you remember I ran the street team all the time. No matter what Nick was doing, there was a street team attached. And I ran It's incredible. It. It's incredible. Right. Yeah. incredible, right? So, um, but just to see that, just to see, like, you know, the family has been on the front line and the community and the humanitarian efforts, you know, since we came to Hollywood. And um, that's a lot of what I want to continue to do. And especially with this money, this prize money from claim to fame. Thank you, ABC. Um, yeah, definitely. So when I, when I, it was an unreal moment, man, when I, when I realized that I won, I knew it was possible. You know me, I'm a man of faith. I'm going to go in there with my faith. I'm going I'm to go in there with some strategy. You know what I'm saying? Um, but even watching it back, man, watching it with the world, to realize that I think the only person who probably knew me at the end was Monet. Like, you know, they were still talking about Terry Crews and T-Pain. Like, I know. I was like, what, Terry Crews? What? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So, um, you know, just a strategy. I went in there with a, yeah. a great strategy and, and, and holding on to faith, man. So it was unreal to, you know, realize this moment. Because like you said, we've been, you know, grinding for a while, signing the Def Jam. I remember doing interviews with you, man, through the years. I know, man, back in the day. Like, guys, everybody out there watching this, like Gabriel and Ruben and the, the entire family, right? Incredible was just amazing to us. And it was it was great to see because not only did we do things in Hollywood, but we did things at like the Playground Festival and like Irvine and the Verizon Amphitheater and stuff when Nick was DJing. I mean, right. so many different things. And you guys were always so, so open and, and willing to just collaborate and just open minded. And man, it's always great. You know, I have nothing but positive things to say about the entire incredible entertainment family. Hey, man, we would definitely appreciate it, man. You've been with us, you know, dang it, a whole way through, man. And just for me to break through, man, it's it's been time because you know, if anybody know, I've been had this energy, man. You, oh been man, it's it's it's. I'm like, you just now got here, Gabriel. It's been like, all these years, you know. I you, you, you got it, man. And you know what's funny about watching the uh the the finale of this season, right? To show who the winner is, I was like, Chris, right? He looks identical to. Donnie Osmond and everybody's like, he's like, I don't think anybody's going to figure out who I am. And I'm like, it's so blatantly obvious. Like, right. it, and I it, it people, was, like the way I got to it wasn't really from the clue. Well, it was from the seventies that, you know what I mean? It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seventies. And for me, I'm flashback to the Jackson five. It's in the seventies. Michael still had his fro. He's still black. <laughs> um, so who would be his uh, friend or rival? And the only person I could think of was Donnie Osmond, but I kept it in the pocket. Cause as you see, like people just took their, their own initiative to just shoot these other shots. So for me, it's like, all right, go ahead. If you think that'll work, let's see. Yeah, that's know? right. Let me let me win that hundred k. And then, the, and then <laughs> right. the... I was gonna have that name in my back pocket. Um, that's it. Right. Yeah. So when you see that scene with me and Monet with role playing, I kind of like if you see when I first say Donny Osmond, if you look at my eyes, I kind of open them <laughs> like just to see her reaction and to see if 
you know, I got any movement on that. And when I got her reaction, I tried to reel it back in like, well, I'm still imagining. But you know what I mean? She gave me all I needed to know in that reaction. And so after that, I could try to take it back. <laughs> Man, you know, it's all about strategy with these reality shows. Like and, and you know, it's crazy. There's been so many of them. I mean, for years and years and years. And yet our population, I would just say in the USA, but globally never gets tired of these reality shows, man. Right, right, right. I think I think it's a it's a it's a life thing because yeah, they say art imitates life, right? You know, I was able to see that firsthand on the show, like you know how, you know, in life I would always think like you know I would I'm I'm either hot or cold, right? So it's either I'm either goofy or silly, or it's like oh you can tell he mad, like you know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. I would always get to that point to where it's like you know I would let stuff go for a while, let stuff go. And then I would get to a point like, does people think I'm dumb or something? And so even on the show, it kind of allowed me to see like, not necessarily that people think you're dumb. It's just that being silly and being goofy can sometimes overshadow intelligence. You know what I'm saying? So where it's like, I was able to hide behind being silly and just, you know, always got something to say. He always is something. <laughs> right. Is in something because I'm paying attention or trying to move something you know what i'm saying so arts imitate life so i think with the reality shows man it's just people are getting a dosage of, of just real life through you know that art form of reality TV. man speaking of real life right there's so many things happening right now and here in 2023 and let's talk about ai because that's a lot of the the uh complexity and the the conflict i should say when it comes to the strikes happening in hollywood and you know this better than i do but like, should someone, Gabriel, should someone be able to take your image and and pay you just a flat fee, right? It's like a licensing sync deal. They pay you this flat fee of like, I don't know, 128, 250 bucks. And then they can right. use this image over and over and over. And I just don't agree with that, man. Ah, not at all. I think it kills the art form. You know what I mean? I yeah. It's the artists once they have the template, you know. Like one thing, I keep going back to the show, but I was able to critique myself through these 10 episodes. You know what I mean? I was able to look and say, ooh, that wasn't a good face. Or, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. I should have made that face. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So I was able to yeah. critique myself, which leaves room to grow. Like, you know what I mean? I'm able to grow and experience the growth. And, you know, and I think it's almost taken away from life's journey. Like, you know what I mean? Um, the instantaneous, you know, now factor, you know, even with knowledge and growing you know a lot of things is experiential knowledge and you know i think we're taking away a lot of the key things you know this life is about the journey you go on no you know it I mean? is man it's about the dream and 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 seeing the impossible become possible and what you can think or imagine it, it can become real life but it, it takes a, a sacrifice it takes a dedication and a commitment right. to make that happen right Right. No, absolutely, man. So I got deep I, on I, us right now here on On Air with Brennan Jazz. <laughs> Let's oh, yeah, shift gears, you know. You made me think of, remember John Henry when he, the guy with the hammer, and he was racing against the machine when the machine wave came, and he had to prove that his hammer was still sharp and his steel yes. hammer. And so it's kind of almost like that, but just now on this side of the game. Because even, you know, I know the creatives, for me, you know, we know that if we get routers blocked, you could throw something in the AI in it. But it almost like, dang, it, you know, it, it defeats that self-discovery, that digging inside of self to come up with these metaphors or calm. Uh, you know what I mean? I can listen to stuff over and over with, dang, how did you come up with that? How did you put those words together? But, yeah. you know, even when you hear a ghostwriter, like, you know, if you find out that maybe Drake is not writing this stuff, it kind of takes away from your allure to that artist because it's, oh, it's not all you. Like, they want your thoughts, it ain't your feelings. And, you know, then you add AI, a robot to it. It's like... <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of Drake or Aubrey Graham, as, as we say, Drake, you know, AI showed some different things. Like, hey, if they took Drake's voice and mimicked it. And it was a great, it was great to, to say the least, to listen to it. But it lacks those nuances that only Drake can put out, that only Gabriel Cannon or whoever, baby. The, the list goes on, right? You cannot fabricate the spirit of something. You could try to imitate it, but it, it's not the same. Right, 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 right. So, yeah, no, that's, you said you can't fabricate the spirit of a man. <laughs> nah, man. man like, I, I think your dad, James, would be like, that's right, Dr. J. He always calls me right, Dr. J. I'm like, I'm not a doctor, but I appreciate the compliment, sir. 
<laughs> right, doctor. That's hilarious. There it is, man. So, Gabriel, now that you've won, you know, what are the things that you're focusing on now? Uh, because, okay, you won the show, you won the 100 grand tour charity, whatever. What's next for Gabriel Cannon? Man, what's next, man? I feel um, definitely in the entertainment world hosting, for sure. Yeah. I definitely got some game show ideas. Um, ABC, y'all holla at me. Um, first look deal, holla at your boy. I mean, whoever else wants First to look deal. Hey, I mean, that's that's what it is, though. Because <laughs> you know correct me if I'm wrong, Gabriel, and it, just, to, just to add on that, but Nick got a first look deal with NBC a few years back, correct? He did. He's like... The reason why I'm he I hear a lot of these terms, I know what these things are. And so I don't know yeah. what the paperwork is, but he's the for like he had a few of them through the years. And basically just that any idea you come up with, bring it to our table first. If we'll pass on it, you could go shop it to them, but we want to look at it first and you know, you get paid for that. So just being, you know, understanding the different hustles out here, man, is is amazing. Being writers and behind the scenes, and you know, I'm excited to just jump into, you know, full fledged both feet in because you know we got the training you know and it was always can't wait till I get in wait till I get in and you get this bag and it gets bigger and it gets bigger these ideas and dreams and then it's like okay well I guess we ain't got to get in baby that's a good thing root big bro on and now it's like oh we 10 toes down in this thing <laughs> yeah when I, when I saw Nick co-sided I was like okay I, I, I could see you going into that that position of hosting of creating new content and you know the interesting thing you you mentioned gabriel about that when for example i know people that were shopping you know various ideas and stuff to the network but there's clauses that when you submit this material they own it and it's crazy it's like in order right. to get something really picked up it, you gotta have a real uh solidified relationship and it just so happens that you come from a family that is blessed beyond measure when it comes to entertainment no absolutely man god is so real so yeah man that's the that's the thing to finally get this bag unloaded man um and it's some amazing ideas i feel from the throne room in heaven man and you know when timing is perfect timing you know you know me from back in the def jam days baby it might not have been time back then. hey i gotta tell everybody a story so this is back <laughs> in like 2009 when we first met okay. and i was like Gabriel, where you guys at? And you guys pulled up in this stretch limo uh, Hummer thing. I don't know. I can't even remember what it was. And you're like, man, jump on in. And I mean, it was. And then we went like, I, I can't remember all the places we went on Hollywood Boulevard. But that that's when you were living that tour life, and I got to see it firsthand. Right, man. We was before our time, you know. And that's a lot yeah. of the experience we was able to get. But you know, I kind of appreciate that. It's happening now because you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it's perfect because if y'all would have shed the light on me a little earlier, you know, I would have been like, Ray J, little brother. <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> a little more louder, like, you know. Um, but yeah, man, I think God's time is perfect. You know, even all the work that I've been doing in the community and even what I want to do with the money to build these youth empowerment centers, um, I think it's needed. You know what I mean? I think that bridge, I think that ambassador, that person who um, stands in between Hollywood, all of the brands, the youth and the community, that person who's, hey, I, I'll be the guy if you know, if you got a brand, because, you know, I feel the brands, um, future buyers are the youth of tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's so, what it I, is, man. I mean, yeah, our kids, man. I mean, when I met you, I didn't have any kids now. Now I'm a father, you know, and it, it it's changed my whole perspective on life in general. And, mm -hmm. you know, I was watching an episode, Gabriel, uh, a couple of days ago of Joe Rogan on, you know, his podcast. And he was speaking <laughs> about like all he was just using L.A., for example, and all the homeless. And the reason there's such a bad homeless uh, problem is because the people on the committee they're not doing anything that they say they're going to do with the resources. And I was going to say, like, what can we do to, to not just clean up L.A. for that matter, but clean up a lot of our metropolitan cities? Man, you know, excuse me. you know what I realized that a lot of the institutions was built for specific purposes, even right. the educational institution, you know, and, and, and working in a mentorship area. I'm starting to see. What we went to through going to school, being trained to become workers, you know what I'm saying? And and 
you know, there's value in the education system. I'm not going to knock it, but it's training you to become a worker, you know, and I think to combat that, to we need to create other institutions, you know, whether it's after school programs, whether it's summer camps to the same, because they're spending eight hours a day, every day from five to 18, you know what I mean? And not saying they're just feeding them with poison, but they might just be giving them these placebos and keeping them numb, <laughs> you know, in their best development years. So yeah. I feel the biggest option, man, is to, I don't want to say combat the educational, but come alongside the educational system. You know, a lot of times they have their eight hours and that day mastered. You know what I mean? They have it locked up. You can't really get in between those eight hours. So I think our best thing is to come alongside the educational system and create programs that gives these kids life skills. You know what I mean? That gives these kids um, business development because they can help their mothers pay rent right now. If you teach a kid how to put a logo on a shirt and put it on the internet, e-commerce, he can help his mother pay that light bill. You know what I mean? He can become absolutely in his community right now. And um, they have the tools. They all on the cell phones. I don't know how they getting them. They got the Jordans, the cell phones, all of those things, all of the tools they need. You know what I mean? And they're bringing light to themselves. It's just they're bringing it for the wrong reasons. You know, they out there scrapping and fighting. So it's like, yo, if we can bring you guys the the know-how, the direction to, yo, let's, let's get these kids some income. You teach a kid how to make some money. You teach them how to fish. You ain't got to keep buying them fish, baby. Well, you know what's you know what's funny, and, and, and to add on to that, and I agree with all of those points, right? And I, I think that that's where it's at. There is no greater freedom, Gabriel, than being an entrepreneur, than creating your own lane. Like I remember a couple of years back on the cover of the LA Times, where they said a, a college degree is—I can't remember the exact title, but I believe it was like worthless and and all of the above, and now I look back and I'm like, all of the things that I've really acquired, the relationships that I built over the years, it's been on the job, in the field training. Like they 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 can't teach this stuff in school. Right. They just can't. I, I don't, I mean, can they? I don't know. No, it's hands-on experience, you know. Um, even 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 God Himself, who knew all things, you know, from beginning to end. Yeah down and had to come get an experiential knowledge of it like you know what i mean so mankind couldn't say well how you know like, you know what i mean like, <laughs> right so he himself had to come get it. it though he had the there's a difference between knowledge but experience you know book knowledge and knowledge from experience and things you know what i mean and applied it becomes wisdom so you know i think you have to go through certain experiences to to gain a certain appreciation. If if the CEO hasn't gotten an appreciation for what the, what the janitor does, he'll be a, a snob to that janitor. He'll, but if he's mopped those floors before, if he took uh, pride in that shine, if he recognized a janitor that takes pride in that same shine, like he becomes a better leader. You know what I mean? So um, I think experience is key, you know, and I think giving these kids the experience they need, not just sitting them in a the classroom, giving them experience of of problem you know it was people like mr rogers like you know what i mean and lamb chops play along it was people like that who oh, man, you how went back i'm like lamb chops play along right. you went back right. but it was people like that in programming yeah. like that acts is like how do you deal with death of a family member how do you deal with when you're feeling sad like they're not teaching us how to deal with this real world and our real selves in these schools like you know what i'm saying so, so they're brushing it off and they're like oh that doesn't matter anymore and and the the traditional way of doing things like the golden rule like this is what i was taught like do unto others as you would have do unto you in, in right. other words treat other people the way you want to be treated and right. you don't really see that anymore. People are just like, it, it's it, people are short attention. They got anxiety. It's just a lot going on. Right. And it's like, it's becoming the rule. Like even the rules of Hollywood, like even like, you know, um, people are making this rule. Well, you got to be cutthroat to be a part of this business. Or you got to be this way. And, you know, even a lot of the part of, you know, in all glory to God, for, for me going on the show, I kind of felt a mission in me to like, 
is not to prove that you got, even on these reality competition shows, like you can be an honest person and win. Like you can be a good guy and win. Like you can fight. Like you can't just have your fingers crossed. No, you're going to have to fight hard. Like, and there's going to exactly. be some time. You're going to have to go to war for what you believe in, but you don't have to your 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 neighbor you don't have to backstab you know your 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 teammates you know what i mean to gain the victory and i think you know even the character that god allowed me to play on this reality show because i was just being me but to watch it back i'm even watching this like yo that's not me that's something that you know god wanted to present you know what you i had mean like composure you were poised you had you had the swag that was needed to win the bag i mean hey it is what man, it is. You know me. Sometimes I can be a loose cannon, baby. Yeah, loose <laughs> cannon. No pun intended. <laughs> right, right. But um, but just to display the character of you know the good guy doesn't lose. Like you know what I'm saying. That's the the world lied to us and told us that the good guy loses. But oh yeah, absolutely. You look in our communities, all these fathers, all of these people in these communities, these firemen, these officers. Like, I know an officer who goes to my church, one of the stand-up guys, and he's younger than me. He's like, uh, like 30, maybe. Like, you know what I'm saying? But he's an officer, a father, a pillar in his church. And it's like, that's a good guy, man. Like, he wins. Like, and not even that on his off time, he comes speak to my kids, like in my class, and my and it's like, yo, where do you find the time to be a husband? It's like the world lied and they told us that the good guy loses, the good guy finished last. And it's like, that's a falsehood. The good guy always wins. Good always triumphs, you know? And I think that's what me going on Claim to Fame season two was to prove, honestly. Yeah, no, I think I think it's about being, you, you said it right on, right? It, it's about being that light and shining a light into uh, an area that needs a light to be shined upon because men are looked at like, you know, let's just keep it real. Like we're trash. You know, right. it, it, the courts are set up, designed to where the man automatically is at fault. Right. We're automatically at fault. But it takes two to tango. Right. A child is not born a without the man B without the woman. And most importantly, first and foremost, if God doesn't bless that seed to be to become, you know, a child. So it, it's it's interesting because growing up, in Columbia, South Carolina, I've seen so many things, right? And Columbia is growing, right? But there are things that still lack with the mentality in Columbia. And, right. and I know Columbia is not the only place, Gabriel. There's places all over the U.S. And like what we talk about in these organizations, and they're set up with their own policies and their rules and their procedures and things. But I think it's going to take people like yourself, myself, and anybody else, our peers, right? to make that difference, to show that you can you can succeed by doing the right thing. Like you being a man, you can provide and, and do these things. So, man, I commend you, man. Man, I appreciate it, man. I, I said man like seven times, but I commend you, okay? I, I definitely appreciate it. And, and you yeah. know, I can take the credit. It's, it's, like I said, it's all God because I didn't know what I was going in there to do. I didn't know the purpose. I didn't make the phone call, you know what I mean? I was... You know, I was praying like a change gonna come, Lord. You know, because even <laughs> you know, like, to be honest, like I'm working with young visionaries, an amazing nonprofit. My brother Terrence Stone, who's you've been running it for 20 years, 22 wow. years. Um, you know, uh, was a former gang member, changed his life, to, uh, gave his life to God, and now been in the community frontline. Like he's been my mentor on this community work. You know, and to you know, for me to have seen Hollywood, the top of it, you know, you we've been at everybody's event together. You know what I'm saying? Um, and now to come in this um, community and like, you know, for the last seven years to see the hard work this brother's put in and, you know, every year our events is growing. But yeah. to also know that in Hollywood, man, they spend dang near a quarter million on one event for one night. It's wild. I, I remember being at a party with you, Gabriel. Now, I can't remember what year this was, right? We're going back in time. But we were in, it was it was a Halloween party that Nick was throwing. And, and, and I know that you guys had rented out Jennifer Lopez and Mark Anthony's old house, right? Because this thing was immense, right? But there's, you got, they got swimming pools, but there's no water in the pool, right, guys? I'm from the South. Like, we used to the water in the pool, Miami, all that stuff. But um, I remember going to this party, right? And Gabriel, everybody was there. Ruben and uh, some cash, everybody, right? And 
I ended up getting lost because it was that massive outside. And I ended up like talking to the monster girls that were do giving out, you know, samples of monster and stuff. And I'm like, man, this thing is crazy. And that was just one party we went to. Right, right. That's the one I threw, man, at Hollywood. Bro. Oh, you threw that one. Okay, I can't remember who threw that one. I was like, yo, this thing is off the chain. But I left Hollywood after that, man. After that, I seen like, you know, this ain't it, man. That's really when I left him with the Bible College. Yeah. That party, man. Um, Because the evils that was in it, and, and, you know, I needed it. I needed it for my own maturing and growing. But, yeah, man, Hollywood is definitely a, a – what I seen was, you know, in the community events, is like, if we're doing all of this for these celebrities and, you know, all of these brands will come to the table for these celebrities one night of clapping. Like, I'm sure all these brands have come to the table for these kids who, you know, for the brand's purposes, like, yo, they're going to know your brand from childhood. And of course, they're going to become uh, consumers. But at the same time, give us the tools. Give us the tools to prepare them to become, you know, your stockholders or whatever that is. Give us the computers, the the book bags, the you know what I mean, the, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying. So that's kind of my goal now is to be the ambassador to the youth for sure. Um, from Hollywood, the, the brands, and to the youth and to the community to be that ambassador to come up with those community events, those tech events, um, Xbox. If you got your new um, Xbox or whatever, come out, come display it for our kids. Let's give our kids these laminates. Let's have a red carpet for these kids in these communities in these neighborhoods who's really putting in this work and our ideas of tomorrow. I mean, our thinkers and leaders of tomorrow. So. I don't think the school systems encourages critical thinking and, and change as a system. You know what I mean? And you go. No, they the set you up where it's like the wild, wild west. And it's like, uh, you know, I, I, I've got amnesia. Where am I at? You know, this wasn't taught to me. I didn't know that that it's all about politics and relationships in terms of how far I'm going to go in corporate America if that's your lane. Right. And I think we need and not to knock the education system, but I think we need another community driven system right beside it. Yeah. Almost parents of education like, OK, you guys take. OK. And now the community come and drive this hand of um bringing up our, our youth um, and almost back to the idea of it takes a village. Like, you know what I mean? Let's come together as a as a unit and imagine if the community comes together and we come together as a unit and decide what these kids got to learn this summer camp. And in our community, they ain't, they ain't got no summer off. I know yeah. it sounds crazy, but if this land got, you know, uh, obstacle courses and dunking booths and we're doing activities and campfires, it's going to be the best summer of their life. It's the ultimate <laughs> summer camp. I, I couldn't agree with you more. To bring these ideas and these tools back to the forefront to impact and to put these newer tools. Because when we was in summer camp back in the day, we didn't have technology. Let's mix them now. Like, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Let's for develop sure. Ideas. Let's sit them down and instruct them through our word of mouth and our storytelling, but also give them the equipment and the technology to spread those stories through the universe. Absolutely. Gabriel, in terms of the things that you've learned, being a recording artist, right? What advice do you have out there to give? What, what advice would you give those artists out there trying to build a name? Because everybody's like, oh, I need a label. Oh, I don't need the label. What, what advice would you give them? I would say be authentic to you. You know, we had, we had um, back in the day, you know, when rappers or artists would come out, you couldn't sound like nobody else. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you sounded like somebody else, that was, that's a diss to you. You know, now everybody hears something and everybody's trying to sound just like it. Now it's muddy waters. Like, like you know what I'm saying? So I think to break through, you got to be unique. You got to be different. You got to stand out. Um, and that's with your own fingerprint. Everybody in this world, fingerprint is different. Who's ever lived before you, who's ever lived after you, it's different. So I think a tapping into self, find your unique voice, your unique sound, and present your uniqueness. I think people become in a box, and I think it stifles your creativity when you comparing and trying to sound like somebody else other than being willing to error. And whatever error comes out, it might be a beautiful symphony. <laughs> like You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, Self-discovery, man. I think we've we've ran into a dead end with self-discovery, and it's time to remove those barriers and get back into digging into self. We're, we're learning so much, we're creating so much, and we're doing so much outside that we're forgetting about this 
amazing technology inside of us like that was better put together than any computer yeah you you i mean listen authenticity triumphs over everything i must have you i came up with this quote like a couple of years ago and i use it so much but it's so true like i don't want to be like anybody else you know how everybody tries to size you up like oh you're trying to be such and such oh you want to sound like such and such no I can't sound like anybody. I'm a hybrid, right? I'm from the South. Nobody sounds like me. I'm not trying to be anybody. I'm just trying to be authentic and and bring purpose to when I'm doing these interviews. And, and that's my been my main objective. And speaking of objectives, I know you're in the studio working on new music. What can we expect from Gabriel Cannon with this new music, man? You can expect some powerful, monumental, inspirational music, man. Um, we want to inspire people. We want to change the word. The, the spoken word is so powerful, man. People forget yeah. the spoken word. It'll take a down soul and bring it joy. It'll bring a, a hopeless person full of hope. Like, you know what I'm saying? It'll bring light to the darkness, baby. So with this music, man, I got a, a project I'm working on called Victory. Of course, we just seen this brother win a victory. But I, as you know, there's a lot more victory that the world don't know that we had to overcome being Nepo babies. I just learned that term from being on the show. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, you know, just being Hollywood. Like I tell people, like imagine being on a stage, right? And there's a big bright light in front of you. Most of the times you can't see those people in that front row. You can see the people in those other rows. And so it's like we were the people in that front row that you couldn't see. So now the light has tilted down. It's like, man, I just want to be a light to everyone else. I want to bring encouragement, inspiration, uplift your spirit. So this project is called The Victory. More than just my victory, it's the victory in all of us. All of us are overcomers. All of us can achieve our greatness by just tapping in to that uniqueness, that fingerprint. Why was I designed? We were designed with a purpose. We each have a calling. Um, DMX said, "You each have a, we each have a star. All you have to do is find it, and once you Where do, my dog's at. <laughs> find it. You feel me? Where my dog's at. <laughs> that, that's it, man. Hey, Gabriel. Um, in terms of collaborations, right? If if there's a producer or an artist you could collaborate with, who would be the ideal collaboration for Gabriel Cannon?" Man, the idea of collaboration right now for Gabriel Cannon is my boy Seven, S-E-V-I-N, an amazing um, inspirational gospel hip-hop artist, or Gemstones, Bizzle, you know, some of them guys, I would love to shed light on, you know, the people who helped me get through, you know, that's the time I left Hollywood, like, in the club, stumbling, and went straight to Bible college, you know what I mean? And I, <laughs> Hallelujah, <laughs> that's what it's about, like, yeah. I needed yeah. some people that look like me and who could relate to where I was coming from, but also relate to where I was going. You know what I mean? So I needed that identity in my identity crisis, you know? Um, so the brothers who was willing to leave the streets, to leave the gangs and to actually yeah. go follow God, like I find strength in that. You know what I mean? I, anybody can go be a gangbanger their whole life and live for it and die for it or be this way their whole life. But I find strength in that person who dedicated their life to something and who's willing to reinvestigate and change it and um, become something new, a caterpillar going into his cocoon, becoming a butterfly type thing, you know? Um, so the sevens, the gemstones, the bizzles, um, hurt. Um, there's a lot of uh, people in the, in the, uh, CHH gospel hip hop community. I definitely want to rub shoulders with elbows. For me, it's not trying to get in and you know mingle with the Hollywood folks. You know, it's, right? It, it's right. You've been there, done that. Like that, that's old news. We've done that. You know what yeah. I mean? And yeah. people probably see in my face and realize, oh snap, he was in that room. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and you know, but my thing is to be a light, to be a bridge, you know, so that if that's for, you know, some of my peers with the same, you know, motivation and ambition of, of being effective in the light in this world or being a light to those people in darkness, that's definitely where I want to be. I'm not too much into trying to get into the glitter and being the it guy. You know, you know, Gabriel, we've seen so many tragedies happen in Hollywood. And I, I'm not I'm saying Hollywood being the entertainment industry. I mean, we recently just lost the lead singer of Smash Mouth. Mm -hmm. And I saw Joey Fatone, you know, formerly NSYNC. And he posted that, you know, Steve was someone that was a friend that, that he op Smash Mouth opened up for NSYNC. And then Steve sung at his wedding. But he said, we've got to do a better job of building awareness in the community 
for alcoholism and different things like that. And do you think that if we come together as a community, being Hollywood, and and we really, you know, put ourselves out there for people to to have a shoulder to cry on and stuff, do you think that that can possibly uh, prevent some of the tragedies that are continuously happening right now? No, absolutely, fully. I mean, you know, you get those people who become invincible to the public. You know, they yeah. become these public figures. They become these larger-than-life people. And so to express your pain or to express your humanality when the world thinks you're Superman is almost, you know, your kryptonite. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's something you can't do because now, you you know, um, this thing that made you so great, now you bring yourself down and now you're just like everybody else. And, you know, that fear, that fear of not being special, you know, when, when you've worked so hard to be special, you know. Um, so to share your vulnerability to your family members when you work at FedEx is hard. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, no, I, I hear you. To, to the world, you know, to somebody, you know, and even to when you share your information, like if I go to a rehab, what if there's a picture taken of me outside of there? You know what I'm saying? And, and, so and they exploit it. Right. Right. And now, you know what I mean? You, you, you could be just going to seek some help, but now you could have affected your whole career. And, you know, so many things that go in. And I think that should be a special you know, unit, a special, you know, I mean, I don't want to say a tax. People don't like tax, but I, I think that should be a special, like, a spe that's, just, that's a specialty for people. You know, there's a specialty, you know, when on, in the house on claim of fame, everybody in that house was able to relate to each other because we understood from somewhere, a place that, you know, you had to be there to understand. So it was a specialty about us in there that, that united us. You could uh, all relate to one another in some form or fashion. Right. So, uh, you know, for somebody to be able to relate to a celebrity and relate to a celebrity's pain to, you know, I'm sure there's people who can look at these celebrities. I can, I, I think, uh, uh, you know, with discernment that you can look at a celebrity and think like he's probably not too happy. Like, you know, what I mean, you we can look at these people and see we say it, we comment about them all the time. Like, you know what I mean? So if we can see it as the outside, as the fans, as people looking in, there should be some type. Of, I don't want to put a title on it, but, you know, ministry. <laughs> right, um, right. Come in and 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 be able to check on these people. And these people, there could be a, a hotline, or I don't know what it is, but yeah, because that's a pressure that's that's unlike no other. They say that I, I keep seeing it over and over, and I'm like, you know, when I when I interview Gabriel, I'm going to ask him this question because I'm sure you've seen it with your own eyes, and I'm thinking, what could we do differently to prevent these people from leaving the earth too soon? I mean, I've seen, you know, with my own personal experience with my brother, and I don't want to be too personal, but hey, we yeah. out here. I've seen a person on a hospital bed, and the yeah. doctor's advising them to get some rest, get some rest. But this person is so programmed. There's so, there's so many yeah. people depending on you. There's so much that you, by even the doctor's unbelief, <laughs> somehow get out of this bed and go back to work. Like you know I mean, saying? it's amazing. I mean, you know, you either got it or you don't. I mean, he, he, when you when you got the heart of a champion, right? You have it, and 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 Nick has it as well. Uh, I think but that who knows, who knows what that's you know the long term effect of yeah. to all of that to you know what I mean. Um, we are yet to know, but we do see this happening with these celebrities. Um, their health becomes in question, you know, um, because of the long hours. You know, I set up with Nick um, from sun to sun up to sun down writing a script. He got to get it done in that 24 hours. The idea is hot on his head, and you know, because he's going to know he's going to have to move on to something else. And oh, for Wild and Out? For that, for movie ideas he had, for, you know, me and him wrote a book called The Hustler's Handbook a few back years back. Um, I remember that, man. Time flies. The pace that you have to move is an abnormal pace. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? You know, there's the God says on a certain day, you need to rest, man. Like, you know, the sun goes down. It's time to rest, you know. Sun's um, going down Friday. I'm resting from Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. Right. So but just to keep, you know, yeah, that level of success up, you know, it, it's definitely sacrifices some places. And we have yet to see all the places, you know, it, it's called to sacrifice. Man, I appreciate you sharing that part of that testimony because a lot of people need to hear that. Like, you know, 
This industry is not for the weak by any means. And mm-hmm. it's, it's continuous work. It's continuous sacrifice, even when you don't want to do it. I mean, the prime example, I mean, Jamie Foxx, who would ever thought that would have happened to Jamie Foxx? And he's nothing but good people. I have nothing but great respect for Jamie. And, mm-hmm. and seeing who they called in to fill his position on Beat Shazam, Nick Cannon. Man, right, right. Somebody else who's just going in at these engines, but then, like, you know, and, and you know, I don't even want to go there, but what if they, I mean, we've seen them work our heroes tape off. Like, you know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and then, you know, before they could pass the torture, before they could, you know, they're so focused on running and, you know, they don't get the time to sit down and tell these stories. So a lot of our greats have came and we didn't get time to pick their brains. We didn't get time to get those knowledge. You know, and I, I see Nick, he's a master at that. I see him sit down to Dick Gregory's and, you know, the Quincy Jones and make sure he's sitting at their feet, getting that knowledge, soaking it up. And that's the same thing. I'm, I'm at, he is trying to get what they gave him. You know? Hey, you, but, you're uh, doing something right. If it ain't broke, don't fix it (laughs) (laughs) but imagine the wisdom that a michael jackson could have still been given oh man i'm saying like just in his old age like that a young michael that a that a that a still performing michael wouldn't give you that a a 70 year old michael could have sat back and reflected on and given you you know what i mean even a prince even an elvis i mean the the legends right because they they have a better perspective than all of us here Right. And then just them. But we miss those times because yeah. we those engines and they feel they got to continue keeping the, 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 the iron hot to please us. And, you know, um, and we miss the prime. The prime is in their old age when we could sit at their feet and we, we could, you know, learn and hear of the stories and pass them down. And, you know, imagine Michael telling us the first time that he, you know, what I mean, with how he felt when he first hit a stage ever when he heard the crowd do the more. We haven't got these interviews because he was moving. He didn't time. They was calling him names. We didn't get to reflect on his greatness. And you know what I mean? A new because you know how everything old becomes new again. Like we yeah. didn't get to, we've seen it, but even a new generation that would have been introduced to him would have had a whole nother respect and would have been able to ask him questions we were never able to ask. So yeah, man, we gotta stop killing our stars and working them to death for sure. Gabriel, man, this has been an awesome interview. It's always great to catch up with with good people that are genuine and that that deserve success, man. I'm proud of you, man. And something I wanted to ask you, right? What is something that we cannot Google about Gabriel Cannon? What's a fun fact that nobody knows about you, man? Oh, um, the fact that you can't Google about Gabriel Cannon. Oh, that's a good one, man. You don't stump me, man. Um, we got Siri. We got Google. You know, with Siri, what's something that we don't know? And Siri's like, it pulls up things that we already know about you. So I can't really <laughs> yeah, use Siri right. for that. For um, that. I'm a master at fried chicken. <laughs> oh, fried chicken. Well, you're from the South. So, I mean, you better be a master at fried chicken. I'm a master at whipping it up, man. Uh, not cooking, though. Just the chicken. You know what I'm saying? I'm still working. I got you, man. I, I got to stick with the grilled chicken myself. I'm trying to eat healthy. I love fried chicken, right? But but there's a time and a place for everything. See, I need to get on your level, man. I need to get on your level. Because I was hey, watching. Man, it's not back. easy. But somebody's got to do it. On the show, man. So I've been doing my sit-ups like, man, hold on. Let me get it right. Oh, man. Man, you know what's crazy? It's like when you're younger, you go in the gym and it's like, okay, you, you feel you're invincible. And then you get older and those same things that you did prior, you're like, oh, my goodness. It's like a, a, it's like a whole new uh, excursion, right? At Excavate. I got to go learn how to do this all over again. It's well, wild, man. Down a little different, like they, they didn't go down like it used to go down. Like, yeah, exactly. I'm different. Yeah, I, 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 I can't move this because you know my MCL. I, I pulled it playing basketball. You know what I mean? What am I supposed to do now? Pop locking is hurt. There it is. There it is. Gabriel, where can we follow you on social media, man? Man, Instagram at Gabriel Cannon Music, uh, Facebook Gabriel Cannon Music, I believe. Um, I'm there now. People be talking about I'm old, but I'm getting my TikTok game right. Stay tuned. But really, just Instagram Gabriel Cannon Music. Um, I'm working on this victory album. Man, it's out real soon. It's about all of our victory. It's about the victory we have in God and Christ and in this world, this dominion and everything. So, man, I appreciate everybody rocking with me on Claim to Fame, man. I appreciate all. The comments. I appreciate you all the interviews, man. Um, yeah, man. To God be the glory. Hey, to God be the glory. 
Gabriel Cannon, the winner of this season's ABC's Claim to Fame. He's a recording artist. Make sure you check out the Project Victory coming to a streaming platform near you. And Gabriel, man, I'm looking forward to seeing what you do next. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate you, brother. It was a pleasure, man. Absolutely. Gabriel Cannon right here on On Air with Brandon J. Got music coming up. Stay tuned. Here's an exclusive. Come on, baby, come on. You're in the mix with Brandon. It's going down. down, 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 down. The DJ Every Day, Jay, on iHeart and Dash. We've had a ride. It's been a wave. We're at your time. So spin it with me. Hand in my hand. A foot off the brakes. Don't need Benjamin Franks. Got your heart in a safe. A penny for your problems, but they don't add up like reasons. I'm paying attention to why everybody leaving That attention gets expensive and I can't afford the fees Cause the bag blow like leaves and money don't grow on trees I ain't gotta guess I got the right one You can make rock bottom feel like five stacks Long as I got you in me I don't feel so bad Just so you know If I only had a dollar I would spend it on you Cause you can never put a price tag on all the shit we been through We can lose it all, but the love will bring us right back I can lose it all, but you gotta know that If I only had a dollar, then you got one too Yeah, It can be designer or be off brand How much that shit costs, you don't care about that We see it the same, cause we got the same view Show we poet, don't matter, we happy No business, no bottles, no dollars falling on no worries Let's watch a movie, get faded and sip on some brandy A good night, good time I ain't gotta guess I got the right one You can make rock bottom feel like five stacks Long as I got you in me, I don't feel so bad Just so you know If I only had a dollar I would spend it on you Never put a price tag on all the shit we been through We can lose it all, but the love will bring us right back I can lose it all, but you gotta know that If I only had a dollar, then you got one too If I only had a dollar, I would spend it on you Cause you can never put a price tag I'm not a shit we been through We can lose it all, but the love will bring us right back I can lose it all, but you gotta know that If I only had a dollar, then you got one too Come wind up, give me the motion Mother watch and feel the emotion
I love playing live. I love the rush. I like feeling at home. I feel really at home on stage. I like people leaving my gig being really pleased. Hey, y'all, it's Chloe. Hi, this is Chris from Coldplay. It's Doja Cat. Hey, what's up? This is Dave from Glass Animals. Hey, what's up? It's Jay Balbin. Hey, it's Billie Eilish. What's good? It's Lady Gaga. Hi, it's BTS. What's good, everybody? It's Bozzy. Listening to On Air with Brandon J right here on Dash, powered by Smash House. This is an On Air with Brenda J radio exclusive right here on Dash Radio, powered by Smash House. I know you are the answer, but you always ease a pain. Like a stage to a dancer, you remain in my domain. Chasing what you can't give to me You bandage up the world with no guarantee Attention indie music makers, submit your music to be featured on our show at smashhouseradio.textify.io. I keep dreaming this feeling, and I know it's the real thing. Like I've known you for lifetimes, just have to wait for the right time. sensation, I've been so patient, but now I'm something inside. A diamond surprise, a beautiful 
Submit to smashhouseradio.textify.io and I'll feature two artists a week. You might just be one of those two artists and your new single gets played on our show. Here's an exclusive. You're in the mix with Brandon, the DJ Everyday J on iHeart and Dash. episode we're going to feature brand new content with purpose behind it news from hollywood execs artists talent entertainment news you name it all things hollywood right here on on air with brandon J. Tuning in to On Air with Brandon J. Follow on Instagram at I am Brandon J.